Okay, and welcome to the Franchise Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Giuseppe Grammatico, your franchise guide. And today we have another show with two guests, something we've been uh, experimenting with and, and trying something new. And we are meeting with David Moskowitz and Richard DiBiase. Uh, both have their own podcast uh, called Making Wave, The Making Waves Mindset, a uh, podcast dedicated to leaving the nine to five and making waves into becoming your own boss. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very for much. having us. Look, look at, looking forward to this. We are going international once again to uh, to <laughs> Canada. So uh, we could say that's international, right? It's, out, it's outside sure. the States. So yeah. this Absolutely. is the... Uh, Borders will be global. open soon. Right. Exactly. I, th right. I think they are soon, I think. Or they... Or maybe They're supposed, I, to, supposed to be uh, for driving. Driving yeah. through. Uh, okay. yeah. they, were, they were loosely open right now, one direction. Right. Uh, but the States, I think you guys are now opening up so that we can come in. Okay. driving so that's we're letting you back in month. okay that's it you've let yeah. us back in no, we don't have to jump over anything we love you guys don't uh, don't get it confused we love the Americans. i'd be more worried about us but yeah. anyway that's a whole that's a whole nother show we'll we'll do that in the evening we'll do that with drinks tonight there but, you um, go. now welcome to the show i'm, I'm looking you. forward to it we're um as we spoke a little bit before the show um talking about journeys and leaving the nine to five and kind of uh you know, that journey and how fresh that journey is. But uh, before we get into that, uh, give us a little bit of background. Um, you know, Richard, if you want to kick it off just about you know, a little bit of background and, and how did you uh, get into the business you're in right now? Beauty. All right. We'll keep it short and sweet. So uh, I was a police officer in Canada for, for 13 years, about to start 14 years. And uh, about the last quarter of that time, I started to ask questions. I started to look at things a bit differently. You know, one of my phrases is life is too short, don't sweat the small stuff. And it wasn't until the passing of my father at the age of 58, which was quite young, it really put things into perspective. Is this what I want to be doing for the next 35 years, waiting for a pension, relying on a paycheck every two weeks? Or do I want to do something where I have the true, you know, financial freedom or at least the opportunity where the, the opportunities are not limited? Uh, by the glass ceiling, as Dave and I call it, because, you know, everyone lives in that little framework. So we had some structural changes in our organization. And I just said, you know, now's the time to move on. So my wife and I had an interest in real estate investing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we worked really hard to create our own business where we focus really on the multifamily commercial space and residential space. And then from there, we decided that we would also acquire partners and invest in a few things ourselves. And then, of course, from that come little spinoffs. So uh, we put that into play. And then it was uh, February of uh, 2021 when we decided now was the time we had built the plan, the solid foundation, and that was our, our way to leave. And I decided at that point, enough was enough time to move on mm -hmm. and uh, have some excitement. It's it's not easy, as we, as we know. Mm -hmm. It does take courage and it, it is a challenge. And so uh, here we are today. So Dave and I have come together where now we share our journey with listeners. Yeah, Awesome. Yeah. Appreciate that. <clears throat> My story is uh, similar in the nature of uh, I spent the last 25 years in law enforcement. I uh, My last position was a sergeant for a special constable agency with the major transit system. And uh, decided that throughout the, my career, I was always looking for change, 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 change. And uh, I think I was an entrepreneur at, at heart because uh, any organization that I decided to shift to or become an employee of, I always was lo looking for change within that organization and mm -hmm. looking to improve myself and get up uh, into, in terms of supervisory positions. And uh, so I think I had 
it ingrained in my uh, heart from my parents to be an entrepreneur. Uh, my father was an entrepreneur. My grandfather was an entrepreneur. And uh, that just made me more driven to change. So in uh, June of 2020, uh, one of my good friends and I decided to open up a business in California, uh, an electrostatic uh, disinfecting company and uh, air purification systems with the uh, heat of the, uh, the, the moment of COVID and mm -hmm. uh, the pandemic. We decided to venture into that. We've now uh, opened up in Mexico City and also an office here in Toronto, Ontario. Oh, wow. So we've, we've expanded that office and uh, that's been sort of my life for about a year. In June, uh, I was working both positions. And then June of this year, I decided to leave that position and uh, take it full head and move forward with that business. And uh, throughout my time in my career, me and Richard met both as uh, social media officers and uh, sort of doing similar, uh, not podcasting, but uh, interacting with the public and right. uh, having our voice on media. And we decided it was time that we spread this journey to others. Uh, especially in you know in the emergency services field and mm. uh, various other areas where we believe that the pension is not your golden egg. Your mm -hmm. golden egg is what you make of it. And um, moving outside of law enforcement is probably you know if that's where you want to be, then you need to make moves to do that. And spreading our journey and sharing our journey to people and trying to convince them. And we've had a lot of people reach out to us since, saying you know we're we're very new in this industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're new in Canada as well. Um, there aren't many people who have left uh, the industries who are voicing uh, to the public. And Correct, uh, yeah. this is what we're, we're trying to do is get the knowledge out to people mm -hmm. who are of like mind and uh, get them to understand that there's a bigger world out there. There's lots to learn. There's lots to do. And uh, if you have that drive and if you have that motivation, we're going to be here to share our journey with you. That's awesome. No, I, I, I appreciate that. And you know, b before the show, we were talking about just being at different stages. And it's been about a year, uh, just over a year uh, for you guys and in your businesses. And I think that's crucial. It's just talking about the story and talking about just, you know, why just the reason for doing it, because let's face it, having a job compared to owning a business, I, I jokingly say no one wants a job. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. No one wants. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe that too. Actually, maybe, you know, that kind of, that mistake actually worked out. I, okay. So I'll start over. No one wants a job. Maybe I, mean, I don't want a job, but no one wants a business per se. They need a business right. to get them to the lifestyle they want. So I've only said it a million times and I still screw that up, but, um, but talking about when people approach me and, and they say, I want to start a business. I go, do you know anyone that owns a business? Have you, mm -hmm. what do you know about business ownership? Uh, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. a lot of work. There's risk involved and you really not need to know, uh, what you're getting into and what's that motivation. Uh, obviously mm -hmm. there are so many additional benefits if you can get past the first several years. So talk to us about that. So I've been in business ownership for 20 years and we were talking, you know, learning every single day. Um, you know, once you think you have it figured out, you learn something new. So Talk to us about, you know, and, and this will really benefit the listener because the listener is that corporate exec uh, that's looking to make the transition. So talk to us about the first year. Just uh, how was it? Did, did, was it what you expected? The, the stress level? Were you able to pay yourself maybe the first month or so? Talk to us a little bit about the, um, the experiences because that's, that's crucial and really explain to someone what to expect. Yeah. 
Yeah. So one of one of the most interesting things, Giuseppe, is when you have the opportunity to do something yourself and see the rewards and the benefits. You're working in that corporate environment. You're working for for someone else, and you're thinking of changing, and you're putting all this effort into things, and you're not seeing the reward. Once you do it on your own, it's like this bold, blazing energy that comes, a constant flame lighting the fire because you're seeing results. And to your point, yeah, it doesn't just end at five. You are going to be working past five. You're constantly on the go. Your phone's lighting up with things. You know, I think it's also important to remember, you may not see your first paycheck right away. You may not see that that lump sum of money show up. Just understand it's going to take time. It may take a few months and it could even take beyond a year. But when you put your energy and effort into it, nobody's telling you how you have to do this particular task. You're going to do what is best for you, what you know is going to work, and that is going to light the fire because you are now working in your knowledge base and what you want to do and what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, Dave and I have discussed, you don't have that policy and procedure manual guiding you along. So I think at, at this point, yeah, just be prepared. It's it's not going to be an easy journey. Have a plan as you build your exit strategy. That was the 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 biggest thing for my wife and I. We started really three years almost before my resignation, starting to slowly mm. to build that foundation, which made the transition, though it was stressful, that much more seamless and comforting knowing that, okay, now I can do things myself and I will see the benefits and the rewards and the excitement. Mm. I like that. I found I found the most stressful part at the beginning was doing both at the same time. Mm. So making those plans to eventually transition to the full-time position of right. another job, but at the same time doing the education we talk about this is whatever business that you're going to open up, you probably have to get some education behind you mm. to open that. So for example, in in my my case scenario, I had to become a janitor. I had to become a certified uh, global te- uh, bio-risk technician. So these are things I had to do as well as work my full-time mm. job. So that kind of stuff is scheduling was just hectic, right? So I would work my full-time job, come home at night and spend the nights educating myself. So that kind of stuff at the very beginning. Um, and the paycheck thing, that's the, the one of the biggest things. Be prepared that you're not mm-hmm. going to make money. Um, usually on an average, three years, right? That's what they say. First three years, you're probably not going to make some money. Um, I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to give myself some some money back in to the pocket, but not a substantial amount. And we're still growing as a business. And as the business grows, you could see the potential mm-hmm. and you could see the economics of it growing. And But you have to be prepared that you're potentially not going to have a paycheck for a while. Yeah. And I think that's important. And obviously, it varies based off of industry and what business you get into. So um, I think just having that, com- that, that real conversation, and I, I had this with every single person I work with. Again, what's your experience? Do you, do you are you comfortable with it? You know, maybe if it's a retail location, it may take you a year to open, and then you have to once that's open, then then you start generating revenue. Revenue does not equal profitability. That's right. So you need to. What's your expectation, and are you comfortable with it? Because mm-hmm. if you are not, and the business is perfect, but you are not comfortable with waiting that long, it, it's yeah. not going to work. Everything needs to be kind of lined up and. I think one thing, correct me if I'm wrong, but one thing I, I like to stress is it's not about what's hot. There's there's so many hot ideas. I, I think more of the the important thing is when you get into business, it's got to be a, a good match for you. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be 
it needs to align with what you're looking to accomplish. So if your goal is to spend more time with family and you, you're getting into a business, maybe that's seven days a week, or maybe that's in the restaurant business, not to knock restaurant businesses, but they are a lot of employees, a lot of hours. Maybe that's not really aligning with your goals. And that's where that's where you have that clash. That's where you get that burnout after the first year. So right. I think a lot of businesses can make money, mm-hmm. but I think ultimately, why are you doing it? And if it's to spend time with your family uh, and that kind of thing, I think that needs to be your driving motivator. And then, which leads to a sustainable business, which leads to the money that you're looking to make. Right. So yeah. th- you, thoughts on that? Yeah, you can't, you cannot leave your job for efforts to make money. Mm-hmm. It, it can't be that. That can't be your goal. Your goal cannot be to make money because if you if that is your goal, you won't make money. Your goal has to be to do something. So either you're doing it for your family, like you said, you're doing it because of something you love to do. Your why. We always talk about this. Mm-hmm. Is what's your why? Yeah. Why are you doing this? And if it's to, you know, me personally, my 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 personal goal is to grow businesses, and that's what I want to do. And I'm gonna. I have multiple businesses right as of now. And I'm going to have multiple more businesses. My my job is now going to be growing those businesses. And the one biggest thing I've learned throughout that is I can't be the master of all trades. Right. I can't do everything myself, and I need to start employing people under me and help them grow as well. And that's what I've decided to do with my with my career moving forward. To Dave's point, Giuseppe is finding a mentor. That was one of the biggest things that we did even prior to the transition is finding somebody who has experienced this process. And they have to align with your values. I think that's the other biggest thing Uh, in the real estate investing space, which I am very certain is identical Mm -hmm. to the franchise world. You want to have a power team and people behind you who align with your values and your beliefs. Mm -hmm. You can get along and are like-minded because you don't need to have clashes in this transition. It's going to impact your why. It's going to impact why you want to do this. It's going to add stress and anxiety. So finding those people with the right mindset and Sergio, the mindset is is key, and that will help and aid you through this journey from the start. Find the why, I, write yeah. it down, and just like yeah. relive it every day. Yeah. I I agree. It, it's 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 we talk about this constantly, and finding your why that that's the motivator. Why why the hell are you doing this in the first place? And I think that if it's just mo- it's all about money, I I think that's a tough one. I don't know how. I mean, some people maybe they insist they they've they've done well with that why, but I I challenge and. I challenge everyone I work with and say, well, what are you, what are you looking to accomplish here? And then you find that, well, it's traveling with family and soccer games and, and, and other things. So uh, money is great. And we're, we're not looking to uh, run a business that's not profitable. Of course. Really, what, what's that motivation? Yeah. Um, I, and, I just don't, I don't yeah. think the money motivation part of it is, should be your why. Because there's a lot of ways to make money. There's a lot of ways that you can grind and work multiple hours and work overtime for corporations mm-hmm. and make good money. Right. And, but if the money is just the why, I don't think you're going to succeed in my opinion, or any mentor that I've talked to about business who have been in business, who have made millions of dollars, right. their why was never money. Look at the time that you now gain. Dave and I have chatted. It might not be to replace that income in its entirety. That's okay. You're going to have to accept the $0 or half that, but Mm -hmm. guess what you've gained? Time to be with your family, time to travel, time to be on your motorcycle, do what you want. Uh, That's the trade. It's not all about the dollars and where the industry Dave and I come from, a lot of people are just obsessed with that paycheck and it's all about the pension, working 35 years. They just cannot grasp 
that there's more to life than the financial side of things. It's the freedom. I agree with that. No, that that's it. It's not, sometimes people maybe don't understand the question. And I, I, I think I fell in that boat and I had worked with a coach years ago and she said, because I kept, I kept reverting to things I wanted. They were more material. And, and maybe, maybe I just didn't grasp the, the question. So she goes, okay, let's throw that aside. Let, let's look at it this way. If you had to rank and order why you want this business. And then she kind of gave me the most popular whys, because maybe I just wasn't getting her question. And she, we talked about was the time freedom to spend more time with family. And, you know, we talked about just um, the, the freedoms of, of who I can work with. You know, that, that, that's another freedom, financial freedom, the, the, the freedom of purpose, um, which is, by the way, a book by um, or an article by Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach. It's the four freedoms. It's time, financial, the freedom of purpose, and the freedom to work with the people that you want to work with. Uh, so when we started talking about that, digging a little deep, but a little bit deeper, we started ranking them, and then financials came at the at the very uh, at the very bottom. So sometimes they, some people need those options to really uh, understand what we're trying to get to. Uh, David, to your point, you know, this is going back to a little bit in the beginning here, but uh, pensions. You know, a lot of people in the U.S. we see less and less people. You know, companies are moving away from that, but. That seemed to be the goal, right? It was all about, let me get to retirement as fast as possible. I get my pension and then I can relax and, and enjoy it. And I, I challenged people to that. And I had that mentality, not, not that I had a pension, but it was all about working my butt off until retirement. Mm -hmm. so, I, so I knew what the end goal was, but I wasn't enjoying the journey in the very that's beginning. Great. And I think that's, that's crucial. You need to enjoy it. You need to be present with your family and, and, just enjoy the ride and, and eventually be able to retire or semi-retire, whatever your goals are. But I, I think that's that's crucial. And 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 in the beginning, in the beginning, it's gonna be a it's gonna be rough. It, you know, there's a lot more hours, and as you mentioned, you know, we talked about training and getting up and running. But um, you know, the first year it, it gets better. I think it gets a little bit easier in certain ways because you now understand how a business functions. You understand the tax benefits of a business. Um, any any thoughts? When it comes to, you know, enjoying the journey and, and not just relying on the destination. Yeah, I, I would say the one biggest thing that it taught me um, and I saw it, I see it now in my life. Looking back, I was not um, in, engaged enough in my family life. And that's what was causing part of my problems at work. So right. because I wasn't engaged enough in my family life. I would spend more time at work and spend mm -hmm. more time, which would then put stresses on my family life. So family is like the biggest thing. The fact that I'm able to now gain back some of that and, and draw back on my life and actually get back into my family life, spend more time with my wife, spend more time concentrating on us rather than just get to that pension, get to that, get that overtime money mm -hmm. and get, get, you know, build up that pension, build up that pension. Now I can build this business and I can actually incorporate my wife now into the business. Right. And I could say, you know what, this, we're growing this together and now we're doing this. Not that I want to work every day with my wife, um, but <laughs> some people might want that split, but you know, I get to see her more often now and I get to spend more time and quality time too. And it's not just work your 12 hours, especially from the industries that we were in law enforcement. It was right you know, grind, grind, grind. You would come home, work the 12 hours, come home dead tired, go to bed. Mm -hmm. Maybe a, maybe you were working 16 hours because it was mm -hmm. forced overtime, stuff like that. But now you get back the fruits of the labor. So now 
if I want to not work on a weekend, I know I'm not going to make money that weekend, right? but it's my choice, right? It's mm -hmm. my choice. And I've made that choice to now put aside work and spend time with my family. And that's the, I would say that's the fruits of the labor, right. being able to choose. And we've talked about this and because I have an international business that, that, you know, spans across Mexico, California, and Canada, I'm able to travel now. So I can, I can go to those places that I love. Right. I love California. I love Mexico. I love these places. And now I get to visit them for work. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Not that, that right. that's going to be for everyone, but th these are fruits of the labor, right? These are, these are stuff that you're building that you're going to build into your life so that you can benefit from the work you're doing. So you're going to put in the hundred, hundred hours. You will see the benefit from that hundred hours. You want to put 50 hours. You will see the benefit from 50 hours. It's an, it's an investment, right? It, it is. It's it stop trading time, uh, time for money. Cause that's, mm -hmm. that's what most with a job you're as good as your last hour. You can obviously lose your job, right? Maybe you yep. get a two, two week severance or whatever severance they give you. Uh, but you're essentially trading. You got to be there that 40 hours. It's not yeah. like you work harder to, so next week it's less hours or you create, a, put systems in place in your business. You, you don't have to be in the office every day. Right. Richard, any, anything you'd like to, to add to Yeah. That? You know, we, we constantly see people aspiring, as we've mentioned, for the pension. But why aren't you living now, right? You're waiting that 35-year mark. You get it. And I hate to say it. Many people in our previous line of work, they're in the obituary section not long after retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad was a school teacher for 32 years. An unexpected illness came along, and he never got to enjoy retirement. So working your entire life for a pension, he loved his job but never got to see the fruits of the labor that had to take place to get there. And I think it's important for all of our listeners to understand that change is good. And when you're in this comfortable bubble, you mm -hmm. start to become complacent. You start not to perhaps care about things as much anymore. And to Dave's point, you now become obsessed with the nine to five. Right. You're not there for your family. You're not present right now. It's okay to feel different when you go, I need to do something. I need to learn something. And now it's that uncomfortable zone because mm -hmm. you want to do something different. Just know that doing something different is a learning curve. There are changes. You're going to benefit from it. You're going to look back and go, wow, if I didn't make this change, I didn't take action. I would still be in that bubble waiting for 35 years, you know, and it, it's, it's a hard realization. I have also found, and I'll, and I'll state this, family is important. But your family and friends are going to change. They will think you are absolutely insane for leaving your nine to five corporate job. Or, you know, if you're blessed with the pension, they'll think you're crazy. Mm -hmm. But they don't see the other side that we've all experienced here that, well, look at all the things we're learning. We're doing things we could only have dreamed of because we were stuck to got to get to work for 6 a.m., you know, and not not wanting to, to try something different in life or to travel or, you know, now the sky's the limit. Now is the sky is the limit. And, and unfortunately, uh, maybe they'll see it, but they don't see it right now. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't. And, and, I, and I don't even think they do it intentionally. I think uh, I was reading somewhere. Or maybe I was talking to someone. They said it's almost a um, protection mechanism, right? It's yes. almost to protect you. Like, do you really want to start a business? You're making good money. Yeah. Um, I had left Wall Street making a really good income. And you really want to start over and invest all that money you made into a business? And I said, yes, because this is what I'm looking to accomplish. Yeah. I will never accomplish. I'll, I'll accomplish financially great money with the business, you know, the, the companies we were with, but I'm not going to experience that time freedom, the five hour round trip commute. So, yeah. um, I th so I think 
it took me a while. And not that I had family and friends that were very negative, but they were question, almost questioning. And mm-hmm. what's funny is that uh, with previous employers, my colleagues were like, are you, are you out of your mind? You know, you're not understanding the business. They were looking at kind of the service I was offering. So kind of to David's point, you know, are you going to be a janitor? No, I'm building a business, but I'm learning about my business. And it's funny, a decade later, uh, you get calls. Hey, uh, are you still doing, uh, are you still in business? Because uh, I can use some advice. So That's right. it's, uh, it, it's funny because now flash forward 10 years, they see, they see, you know, see us on social media, see us on a show. And they're yeah. like, man, like that, those, that, uh, that David guy, that Richard guy, they, they're, they're doing well for themselves. Let me, uh, let me check in with them. Um, so, and, 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 and to, to a previous point on men- mentorship, I want to bring this up and then I want to talk about your, uh, your show, but mentorship, make sure you're selective on the mm. people you take advice from the, 100%. the people you, um, are your mentors. 100%. I had a I had a, a gentleman contact me and he had he was excited about a franchise and then someone brought him down and I said well who who is who is uh, not about a particular franchise but just franchising and business ownership in general and I said who are you asking and it was a, it was a family member and I said well how many businesses have they owned mm-hmm. and they said none so they heard from a friend of a friend of a friend and I said everyone has an opinion but definitely speak with a business owner. Our business owner is not going to steer you wrong. They're going to yeah. tell you, man, you know, it was rough in the beginning or wow, it took us this long to get up, but look, look what it's created. You know, I'm a soccer right. coach. I'm at every game. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm on the, uh, the PTO, the PTA, uh, at school. So, um, make sure you, you select your, your mentors wisely. Yes. Uh, that, that's, uh, that's something I tell everyone. Yeah. Giuseppe, there was a, there was a point in, in our life, even prior to this, this real estate direction and investing, my wife and I were looking at a franchise. We're actually, we were looking at two. And as we began the process, I started going to some of these locations and speaking with the owners Perfect. to get a feel Perfect. from them, not what was being sold to me by the particular head office or, you know, franchise company. And uh, not that it persuaded things, but that's a conversation for another day. We, you have to do your homework and yeah. you need to look at both sides of the issue. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, what's black and white in a textbook. You need to get a feel for things. You need to see what's happening. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, you know, to touch on your point about mentors, that, that is a mean thing. I have multiple men- mentors in my life mm-hmm. uh, and it's from different aspects of my life. So there's people yeah. who I can call on who I know have a, an amazing track record with business who are financial geniuses, stuff like that, who I call on as mentors in different aspects of my life. But having someone who, you know, if someone turned to us and said, can you be my business mentor? No, I can't be your business mentor. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm not a business mentor yet. I'm going to be one day, but if you want to listen to our journey, come along, listen to our journey and you'll learn some lessons. But as a mentor, you need to find someone who's a proven track record. Someone who's been in the industry, who's had the lessons learned already, who has been steps ahead of you. And those are the people that are going to give you the good information. I, I agreed. And, and to, to add to that and the final point on that, because uh, someone that I am working with found a mentor and uh, you know, they basically would look for someone that was successful in their community, drove the fancy car, beautiful home. And I, and I said, okay, this person owns uh, a business. This person is, you know, quote unquote successful. But you told me that you wanted, you know, you know, what kind of hours is he working? So we talked about he's working like been in business for two decades, working, you know, 100 hours a week, still continuing to work those hours. 
And I go, that's great. He's making a lot of money. Most businesses, uh, there's a high percentage. They go out, they go out of business the first year, but he's not really, that person's not really aligned with, you know, who you're looking for to look up to. You're looking for that person that has a successful business that has that proven track record, but is not killing himself working a hundred hours a week. This whole notion of, you know, and I'm sorry, maybe, maybe because of where I'm at in my life and my career, the grind, the this or that, that's to me, I don't envy that at all. That that's not someone I look up to. I don't like to talk about grinding it out. Maybe the first few years, but if you're two two decades in and you're constantly grinding and you know what they talk about to get their own business, I don't envy that. I don't want mm-hmm. that. I, mm-hmm. I want a business that I could, you know, I have family in Europe. We we vacation to Europe a lot and not have to worry about the uh, the business and and constantly checking email and the phone yeah. book. That grind, I think, is in the beginning, and it mm-hmm. needs to align with what you're looking for. So find the mentor that not only is successful, but is also maybe right. working the hours that you're um, looking to work and have that balance. See who's at the soccer games, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the moms, the dads, whoever's there. You know, I, right. I, I, as a business owner, never miss a game. And I see some of the parents. Some of them have jobs that are extremely flexible, and other are business owners. Those are the, those are the people that I talk to because we have a lot in common. We have certain priorities, and uh, anyway, that's my yeah. That's we good. talk a lot about that's that. On point, yeah. yeah. No, it's your tribe, point. right? That's it. No, that's it. So, talk, let's 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 uh, switch gears a little bit. I want to I want to talk about your show. So, name of your show. When 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 did that show start? And and you know who you know who do you you know what do you talk about? Do you have guests or is it is it just yeah. you guys talking? Yeah, so we, uh, Dave and I came together. Uh, we initially, in our previous line of work, wanted to do a show, but we decided to change the direction. Uh, it was the summer of, of 2021. We, we, we decided we're taking action. So it's called the Making Waves Mindset Show. And the premise of the show is to make waves. And that has to do with your mindset. You need to challenge yourself. You need to think differently. You need to splash the water and make waves because if you're in the little calm pond, nothing's going to change. And it goes back to what we spoke about earlier. If you're not asking questions and you're not getting outside of that comfortable bubble, you're not going to get anywhere. So uh, the premise of the show is just that, the mindset, making waves. We do have a combination of guests on the show. And Dave and I also share our journey. Like we've mentioned, we're very new to the space. We want to show people it's not all Ferraris and traveling the world Mm -hmm. is what you see on social media. You need to put in the effort and it's going to take time. So we mix a little bit of lifestyle, fitness, and we just share our journey. Mm-hmm. And this is where Dave and I, we come together and uh, roughly once a week, there's an episode out sometimes twice a week. So awesome that's show. Yeah. 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 And uh, add to that really. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that, that's great. And, I couldn't and, have asked for a better co-host. That's right. You know? <laughs> right. He's always agreeing with you. What's going on? Out here? <laughs> it's teamwork. We, we get along together, you know, I was gonna say, so. is he in the next room and you're kind of like, all right, you better, you better, you better agree with me. So yeah. now that's awesome. I, I think, I think more and more people need that. I think stories resonate with people. And as we mentioned in the beginning and they want to know, they, they don't want to know the textbook. Okay. There's risk in a business, blah, 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 blah. I want to, I want to hear about what you experience. And sometimes, you know, Dave's story may resonate more than, than Richard's or vice versa, but people want to hear. Maybe it's like, for example, I had someone call me on from that listened to my show that we're first generation in this country. I, you know, English was my second language. That alone with the corporate to, to business ownership just struck a chord and he contacted mm-hmm. me. So, um, you know, I, I, I love these types of shows and, and, and stories. And 
you know, with your, I, I just see your, your show growing and growing because as you go year after year, now you're talking about, okay, it's been now year two and this is the experience, or maybe this is the advice or, or the things I would have done differently. Yeah. Um, thoughts on that? Like I, that, that would be pretty cool. Just kind of listening into the archives and how you kind of are yeah. growing on an annual basis. One of I, the main, one of the main things we do when we have guests on is we always mention, uh, we, we ask them lessons learned. What is yeah. the lessons learned that you've learned so far? So that, you know, no matter where, so we've had guests who are brand new in the business, in business entrepreneurship like us, or, and we've also had guests who are 20 to 40 years in the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and they've given us those lessons learned. The other thing we always make sure we do is that all the guests, we're going to be doing follow-up interviews with them to see where they are in their lives and the journey that we've made uh, along the way. We always talk about, you know, you always hear podcasts and people talking about, oh, here's what's going good in my business. Here's the, That's you know, right. I've, I've made millions of dollars in sales and look at this and look at that. But we talk about, okay, what is going on in our businesses right now? Is it a downtime? Is it a hard time? What have you learned? You know, uh, what aspects do you need to take to get it better? Things like that. That's what that's what we focus on. I, I think the key message too is continuing to be organic, authentic, and ourselves. Uh, that is the biggest seller for Dave and I because we are true, genuine people, and that's the best way. We can't sugarcoat. You should never sugarcoat. And I see the three of us together coming, you know, on this platform because we share that value. We want to be honest and transparent about what takes place. That's the best way to grow. And we will continue to showcase those people who align and uh, we wish them success. And, mm-hmm. you know, Giuseppe, we hope to have you on our show. You know, that's so awesome. you know, it would be great. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And not, speaking of not sugarcoating for, for everyone listening in, I had black hair before I started this journey. So. <laughs> I had hair. Yeah, I was going to say, either way, either I lose my hair or it turns white. So uh, I'll, I'll be 43 this year. And yeah, man, I'm like, Someone said to me, "Wow, you're really you're really going white." And I said, "I don't know if it's the the stress. Maybe I, I blame it on the lighting. I got to work on the uh, the lighting right. here in the office." You know, but Giuseppe, mine, you don't mine, look mine, a day over thirty two. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, mine's always I, on my chin. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I have I have to shave it, or else yeah, it looks. Uh, I got a lot lot of white here. So you know, <laughs> I, I uh, you know it is what it is. You you know you you look you look more seasoned. I guess someone said, but that's uh, right. Not, this show has been great. We could we could definitely talk for for hours, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, follow up. And that's actually you yes. just gave me actually a good idea for my show and and some of the um, interviews doing a follow up mm-hmm. a year or two um, you know down the road and just set, you know what's changed, what advice would you give? And I think you know those th- that those pieces of advice that you're not going to learn from school or even uh, you know you may read about it online but someone that actually took the advice applied it maybe made a, a mistake that you can sidestep and and avoid mm-hmm. i think that's priceless so guys I, I really wanted to uh, uh thank you for being on the show if any so if anyone wants to get a, a hold of you uh, you have the, the podcast websites or any other way people can get a hold of you if they uh they have a question or want to connect yeah our show uh making waves mindset.com you can find us on instagram at making waves underscore mindset and then dave and i both have our respective social media i'm at uh, richard diviasi on instagram and tiktok and i'm on uh, david a moskowitz on instagram there you go that's awesome again guys i really appreciate it and look looking thank forward you. to uh next conversation thank you so much for having us just happy a pleasure 